Hey guys, it's Mackenzie Dyer with Bradford's Alumni Program. We will be continuing this week with Tim Hilton and his stories of recovery. Um, so I arrived at Bradford on, on February, actually it was February 24th of 2005 when, when I actually got checked in. And, and I was immediately, uh, I was immediately struck with, with what a great place it was, you know. Um, everyone I encountered was just super nice to me. Um, they, they brought me down to the, the detox ward and uh, I, had, I had the great fortune of even knowing one of the, uh, one of the workers there. She, had, she was in recovery and she'd been to some of the meetings I'd been to and she immediately made me feel comfortable. I was in withdrawals and hurting and jerking and she was loving and caring and compassionate. Um, the next morning I, I got up and, and, I, and I walked outside and, and here's this beautiful campus, you know, tall pine trees, rolling hills. And I remember thinking, this is an amazing place. And, and seeing other people walk around me and, 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 and as the other people would walk around, I, I would look at them and, and this thought started creeping into my head. I would think, wow, this place is amazing. They're, they're gonna help her, you know? I bet, she, I bet she's a mother. I bet, I bet, I bet they're gonna help her become a good mother again. And, 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 and they're gonna help that guy over there. I, I think he's gonna do well, you know? And, but but I, I had this this feeling in my head that they they can't help me. I am I am beyond their reach. I'm too far gone. So so I kind of did what I was told and I, and I wandered around. But but in my head the whole time I was thinking I'm going to stay here for a couple of weeks. Uh, I'll go ahead and stay. They're nice people, but. But then I'm, I'm going to go home and I'm going to kill myself because this isn't going to work. On my third day, I think it was my third day. Uh, it's a little hazy in those first couple of days in detox, but my third day, I was uh, I was laying in my bed, and um, an assistant counselor came to me and said, "Tim, there's a speaker we want you to hear down in the cafeteria." And I said. Um, uh, you know, man, I don't, I don't really feel like going to hear a speaker right now. I think I'm just going to stay here. And the assistant counselor said, well, tell him that wasn't actually a request. <laughs> We're going to need you to get up and, and go listen to this speaker. <clears throat> so I get up reluctantly, and I wander down into the cafeteria, and I sit down. And a few minutes later, the speaker came walking in. Her, um, I recognized her, and her name was Lynn. I had met Lynn before. In fact, I had met Lynn a couple of times. Uh, she, uh, she attended a local 12-step meeting that I had wandered in and out of, and uh, several on several occasions, she had been very nice to her, uh, her and her husband both. Um, and in fact, a couple of times, they had bought me dinner after the meeting because they knew I, I didn't have any food. And, and, and sometimes I would show up to meetings, obviously, high, and they never, they never judged me, and, and they never spoke poorly to me. They just... They were always encouraging and loving, and and um, yeah, she was she was a great person. And she walks in, and she walks up to the podium, and and she starts to tell her story. And for the first time, I heard someone tell my story. None of the details were the same. See, Lynn was a. Um, 
Lynn was a prostitute. She was a prostitute in the Finley Boulevard area. And, and she got up and she talked about what that was like. And, and, and she talked about the things she had done in addiction. Uh, she, she talked about, for the first time, she talked about things that she had lost that I related to. See, Lynn didn't talk about losing her car, and she didn't talk about losing her job, and she didn't talk about losing her, her money. Lynn talked about losing her dignity and her, her integrity. She talked about losing her morality. She talked about losing her will to live. And I heard her, I, I know you. You know me. That's my story. Sometimes I hear addicts in early recovery talk about how much money they spent on dope or how many cars they wrecked, and I just want to grab them and go, that's not what you lost. You'll get that stuff back, man. That's not what you lost. We lose so much more than that. I lost the first five years of a beautiful child's life. I lost the trust of my family. I, I lost a, a marriage to a woman who pledged the rest of her life to me. I lost my soul. I, I, honestly, I don't care about your car. So Lynn talks about all these things that she lost, you know, these real things that she lost. And, and, and when she's done, after she's done, I'll never forget her saying, my name is Lynn, and by the grace of God in the 12 steps, I never have to get high again. Something clicked. I thought, wow. It worked for her. Her story is like my story. Maybe, maybe if it worked for her, it could work for me, you know? Maybe. And for the first time, I, I began to believe. I started coming to believe. After it was over with, you know, um, for the, you folks that may not be... Uh, um, familiar with it, the customs kind of everybody goes up to the speaker afterwards and hugs them, shakes their hand, thanks them for coming. And I kind of held back. I, um, I held back until everybody else had gone up and said something. And, 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 and then when everybody else was, was leaving the room, I walked up to her and, and I said, hey, Lynn, I don't, I don't know if you remember me or not. And she looked at me and she grabbed me and she hugged me and she said, Tim, of course I remember you. You're why I'm here. I heard you were here and I had to come. And for the second time in a matter of days, someone loved me when I didn't love myself. I woke up the next day with a brand new thought in my head. I'm gonna do everything they tell me to do. I'm gonna make up my bed. I'm gonna to go to meetings on time. I'm gonna pay attention in group. I'm gonna share. 
If they tell me to go out there and climb a tree and cluck like a duck, that's what I'm going to do. But if there's a chance, if there's a chance I can be a real father one day, then I'm going to do that. I haven't had to use drugs or alcohol since then. It was about finding that point of surrender. It was about finally understanding that of my own power, I was not going to succeed. It was about finally being, being forced to acknowledge the reality that there was a power greater than me that could restore me to sanity. It was a new beginning. My name's Tom. By the grace of God and the 12 steps, I'll never have to get high again. <laughs>